figured out over there. I'm getting it figured out over here. Week number 19 of the Richard Case and Radio Network. 573-431-1000 is the telephone number. The email is richardcason at yahoo.com. And basically, we're going to be talking pipeline hack, Israel attacked, going to touch on the Liz Cheney thing and the Arizona recount, and so much more fun right here on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. But, um, well, I, I guess I just have to shoot straight with you, gang. Honeymoon's over. Playtime is over. My usual happy to be hereness is gone. I'm not, I'm not going to be nice anymore. If anyone has mistaken me for nice, that craps out the window. It's done. Um, if I can ask so boldly, as I was encouraged to speak more at church this past Sunday after the sermon from our guest speaker, what is wrong with you people? You, the listener to this show right now, I'm asking you, man to man, person to person, not to offend any females or unspecifieds out there, what is your problem? Why are you afraid to call this show? Do you not understand that time is running out? If you don't use your freedom of speech, folks, you lose your freedom of speech. It won't be for me. I'm not going to take it from you. That's not something that the living legend would do, the one-man hate group, the shotgun of truth, the only fact-checker you need, the world's greatest radio personality, two hours, 100% mask-free. This is the Richard Kaysen Radio Network, and this is what's pissing me off this week. You know, I've been doing this for, what, eight weeks, two months now? Frankly, I, I mean, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed in me. I'm, I, I honestly would have, when I was a DJ, having to squeeze in 16 songs an hour, David Bowie, The Doors, Led Zeppelin, you know, here's eight and a half minutes of The Who and all that, and doing my shtick in between songs, I generated more heat, more, more interaction than anybody else on any of the stations I worked at. And half the time it was, well, keep it to 40 seconds, Rich. Take a back seat to the music. People are tuning into the music, not you. Yeah, right. They're giving awards to music. Gotcha. And it was one of those things where some people loved it, some people hated it, but I was a ratings winner, wasn't always on the top station, but I was always the top guy in my time slot. A lot of stations might have beat the station that I was on, but nobody beat me. So, and I did the type of thing where people listened to it and they, you know, the, the music is what sucked them in, but some people liked what I was doing in between songs and there was plenty of people who did not like what I was doing in between songs. They were waiting for me to shut up to play the next uh, deep cut from Hart's Dreamboat Annie album. All right? So, 
I mean, I've been inching toward doing a talk show for years. And I, I mean, I used to get all kinds of crazy phone calls. Half of the people were, were characters that they invented on the spot. There were some people who called up that I didn't even know that they were ripping off half of the Jerky Boys phone prank albums. I didn't know that they, they were just people calling up that were interacting with the show. So I was happy to put them on. Hey, you're halfway amusing. No one else is doing anything like this. I'll put you on. We'll see who's listening or not. Any of the stuff that I've been talking about, and it's been the same five or six topics since March 7th. It's been George Floyd. It's been the election theft. It's been Black Lives Matter. It's been the same stuff here and there. Throwing a sweet home Chicago or two. Fake Capitol riot. It's been basically the same stuff. So it's not like I'm being super specific and, well, don't don't call up and mention what I was talking about last week. Just stick to this week because it's all the same crap. But for you to just sit there at home listening to me talk to you right now, berate you, and rake you over the coals for your non-response, your almost total indifference to the gift I'm bringing you right now. Do you understand that this show is live? Like, I'm, I'm speaking not to the podcast audience, but to the broadcast audience in the Park Hills, Farmington, St. Francis County area right now. Are you aware that I'm coming to you from the yellow radio station on St. Joseph? Do you understand that? I am here. I'm not on the satellite. They actually found a couple of hours to put me on, live and locally. The trick is finding a station that uh, near social outcast like me fits on. Hey, a conservative talk station. Now, I am not like some of the hosts you may be used to hearing. I understand that. I know I may be a little aggressive. I know. I know. And deep down, you know, I think you are just as angry as I am about the way things have turned out and the direction that things are going. I can't help but think that. If you were a patriotic American a regular listener of this radio station, 1240 KFMO, if you were outraged at what you saw on election night, and if even if you were short your sense of sight, you would have known that something was amiss, when you hear the reports of all the irregularities the numbers of votes coming from places where they don't match up with the number of people who live there. And on and on the examples go. And this is what I'm talking about. Or when the founder of Black Lives Matter somehow has a $5 million home 
because of contributions to that terror group. What, is it because I call them a terror group? They are. What would you call them? They're just peaceful protesters. Yeah. That brick upside some old lady's head's real peaceful. Why are you so afraid? But as I think about it, I thought about it on the way up here. And I've been thinking about it as I have been spouting off on it, trying to... I I even expected someone to, oh, he's talking to me, I'm going to call up. You're still not calling! (laughs) It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. It can't be because this isn't a quality show. I mean, I pour everything I have into this thing every week with the production and, and the formatting and, and showing up 15 minutes before air. I pour everything I have into this thing. And, I mean, I, I don't know of any other way to put it. Folks, you got to snap out of it. You were, you were, and, and this is, this is why I'm trying to give leeway on this because as much as I am disappointed in you, quite frankly, I'm looking Jared dead in the eye as I say, at you, he knows I mean you, the listener. Um, I think I understand a little bit. I think it's a combination of most people do their griping, airing of their opinions, what they think about da-da-da on social media because, well, they can edit that comment. They can take it down. They can rewrite it. They can repost it. Get it just the way they want it. Which is great if you're four. Um, I say this only half jokingly. Social media is Satan. Okay? It's divided us all. It's just turned a... It, it has given a forum to a lunatic fringe that has been normalized and mainstreamed that never should have been. We should not have transsexual, vampire, half-werewolf men-women reading stories to children at libraries during story time. The story of the reluctant tranny with fairy wings or whatever. The st- I mean, why? Why? Oh, what? Not supposed to say tranny? Why? Who said? Who said, don't say these things, but say these things? Tell me where that's written. I, I, you know, I so want to live in a world where it's just people say what they want. I don't, I don't mind dissent. I don't mind disagreement. 
but it shouldn't be this one-sided, all conservatives are Nazis, but all liberals are the salt of the earth. No, no, which clearly, A, that is not the case, and B, that is heavily one-sided. C, that is what the media plus the Democrats project. And that's why I think you have been beaten down and unmotivated to call up a show that you may be listening to, that you may even agree with, but for fear of being put on the air, for fear of actually maybe saying something that you mean that may cut against the grain of what is considered acceptable, you're going to have to start speaking. I, I can't do all the speaking up. I mean, I can. And if need be, I will. But if you don't, soon, you're not going to get to. Oh, well, I can just say what I want on Facebook. Yeah, unless they label it hate speech. If you make a comment about any of the stuff I talk about, well, we're going to suspend your account for 30 days for violating community standards. I'll get back to why you're not calling in just a second. I, I went a little longer on that rant than I thought I would, but I'm going to get these other points in, and then I'm going to circle back to why you are afraid to call this show at 573-431-1000 or 573-431-1000. We'll probably run a little long because I'm on a roll here, and I'm going to squeeze all this crap in. I got hit with an IMP blast a couple of days ago. You know what that is? You've heard of an EMP blast. That is an electromagnetic pulse. I was hit with an IMP blast. That is an ignorant magnetic pulse. I was at the uh, pharmacy the other day. Security guard comes out, and he says, uh, Hey, you're, you're a comedian, aren't you? And I said, Yeah. yeah. And I just uh, started my radio show back on the air where you at i'm on 1240 kfmo up in park hills and well what do you talk about i said well it's kind of a pro usa sort of a show you know assuming because he was a security guard he might have some sort of allegiance to law enforcement or what and i said you know we're kind of a pro cop anti blm sort of a show and i also qualified that by saying yes there are cases of police brutality all the time. My contention is it's none of the ones that we've seen, and it's not the epidemic that they say also COVID is. Yes, it happens, but it's not just this raging thing that the media is trying to hammer home every week. The young chap working behind the counter who checks people in, he turns to the security guard and says, well, all I know is that Derek Chauvin is a straight-up murderer. And when he said that, it was just like, oh, oh, just it, it stunned me. All right, you can go on in. OK, thanks. And then I'm just like, she's like, how, how can I what can I do for you today? And I'm like, huh? Why? Oh, uh, I don't know. Let me let me take a look at that. I, I just it, it stunned the crap out of me. How could someone be that stupid? I mean, these are people that, you know, it's kind of like Cheers. They know my name when I walk in. 
They know me a little bit. I've come to know them, and I kind of assumed what direction most of the staff there may lean, but to hear it actually come out of someone's mouth, it's just... And like I was telling Jared off the air in the interest of diplomacy, I didn't get into it with him. I didn't try to correct him. I was just, and honestly, I mean, just the, I was stunned. I just went about my purchase and, all right, guys, see you later. And just kind of ambled out, just like, wow, I, that, that was genuine stupidity. Not a lot of things affect me, but that was, I mean, that was like a, a stupidity sucker punch right upside the head. And and I'm thinking, okay, he's probably watched all of this trial. What video at that trial were they watching? What were they watching? Because if they were watching this, I think they would see that, as I've been stating for well over a year now, that George Floyd wasn't choked. He was, in fact, on drugs, which the autopsy report did reveal, and he gave himself a heart attack. You hear his friend in the background say, George, you're going to have a heart attack. Listen. Get in the squad. I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm not going to lose you. You're going to get in the car. Naturally, if they only watch the six seconds, it looks like he's being choked. But if you watch all 40 minutes of this, it paints quite a different picture. Mama! 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 One of the front pouches. Mama! On my right side back. Mama! Oh my God. I can't breathe. I can't believe I'm still talking and I can't breathe even though I'm breathing. I can't believe Mama, this. Mama, I love you. Reese, I love you. You got a hobble? Yeah, my kids, I love them. Mine's in my side. It's listed. It's uh, listed. Not yet, George. Just uh, not yet. I can't breathe nothing, man. Look at my face, man. I can't breathe or nothing. That, that's the line of the whole thing. I can't breathe or nothing, man. This is Richard Kaysen for the Jolly Cone. You know, there aren't a lot of businesses who care more about America's veterans than the Jolly Cone does in Van Buren, Missouri. And even though Memorial Day is a couple of weeks off, they wanted me to let you know that the military discount is for all season long that the Jolly Cone is open. So whenever you show up, and if you get my order, if you get the Richard Kaysen order, the two Jolly Burgers with cheese, Pizza Pocket, the Footlong Hot Dog, the Bullseye Burger, the Cheddar Crisp, the Waffle. Yes, that is all one order. The Waffle Fries. When you get all of that, if you show your military ID, you will get a 10% discount. Bathrooms, plenty of parking, outdoor seating, plenty of sides, sodas, ice cream, etc. Go ahead and call to avoid the wait. 323-4318. Take the second Van Buren exit going westbound on Highway 60 or the first exit if you're eastbound. Since 1953, home of the world-famous Jolly Burger in Van Buren, Missouri, it's the Jolly Cone. I've been going there forever. RichardCaseAtOnline.com is the only online home for me. Links to listen live on KFMO. See where I'll be doing my next stand-up comedy show. Richard Case and merchandise. Shirts, mugs, masks, yoga pants, towels, tote bags, and mobile device covers. If the Richard Case and Radio Network logo can be put onto something, chances are I got one for you at richardcaseandonline.com.
If there was a Richard Kaysen Radio Network t-shirt, would you wear it? What about Richard Kaysen yoga pants? I even have a Richard Kaysen face mask. I'll sell anything. Doesn't mean I'm going to wear it. Well, maybe the yoga pants. Listen to the show drinking out of a Richard Kaysen Radio Network mug or catch some rays lying on that Richard Kaysen beach towel. And it's all at richardkaysenonline.com. I got one minute before I'm going on. I'm getting shaken down for money over here. (laughs) That's fine. Don't they know they're not supposed to disturb the talent while they're on the air? I mean, I don't mind settling business. Anyway. (laughs) Something happened off the air, and I was like, Oh, okay. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. I just had to address it because I'm honest, and it was on my mind, and that's radio. That's why some people can't do it, quite frankly. A couple of other points I want to get to, and then I'll get to the actual meat of this segment. Um, Climate change. Or what did they used to call it? It was global warming. And then when they saw that Um, Things are actually not warming to the degree that they uh, realized or thought they were as they predicted. Well, well, it's just climate change. That's a more general, all-encompassing term that means, well, it can be anything. In reality, it's just the weather. They call it climate change. Being the borderline sub-genius that I am, though, It finally occurred to me because this is May 16th right now. Now, last week, as I was waiting in the parking lot to uh, do the show, um, it was a little chilly. It was chillier, I mean, because it's, I mean, it feels good now this week. And this is, uh, what is the region here? Do you call this eastern Missouri? Is it southeast Missouri? Uh, We we call it uh, the parkland usually. Uh, for this area, it's kind of Okay, like so in the parkland last week, it was like 42 degrees. Tonight, it's 79, so it feels good. And May was a little rainy, and I don't know, it, it seemed like everything was either up or behind by about three weeks, and that's when it hit me. We're not dealing with climate change. We are dealing with calendar change. The weather's not changing. Just the things that were used to happening in the months that they happen, it's bumped up by about three weeks. That's all. Mike Parson, this guy. Already, uh, I mean, in the interest of full disclosure, I voted for the guy. Voted for him in the sense that I voted against the Democrat. But... um, Direct from KFMO.com, Missouri is ending its participation in all federal pandemic-related unemployment insurance programs effective Saturday, June 12th at 1159 p.m. Governor Parson made the announcement Tuesday saying, It's time we end these programs that have given workers the incentive to 
Stay out of the workforce. First of all, let me just tell you, all you got to do is get out and drive down the road anywhere in Missouri, and there's help wanted in every location in the state of Missouri. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a small business or big businesses, this is not an isolated area. Now, what about the businesses that went out of business because of COVID? Governor. What about those that aren't coming back? Area or anything. I mean, this is just more of a common... What about the blue-collar comedian that no one's ever heard of who had a bunch of gigs lined up? Months of work. And one by one, systematically, those gigs got axed and taken away because they succumbed to the fear that was projected by politicians about the COVID virus that aren't coming back. And since issue, I think we all know that where the labor market said, and we're looking for people to go to work, and it's time they go back to work. Yeah, why don't First you all, go to work? Tell you, all you got to do is get out and drive down. Oh, okay, we. No need in hearing you again. Yeah, why don't you go to work, Governor? This termination announced applies to pandemic unemployment assistance, emergency unemployment relief for government entities and nonprofit organizations, federal pandemic unemployment compensation, pandemic emergency unemployment compensation, 100% reimbursement of short-time compensation. See, I'm just on autopilot now. I'm just reading this stuff. I don't even know what it means. 100% reimbursement of short-time compensation benefit costs paid under state law. That's one thing. And mixed earner unemployment compensation. The action follows steps taken last July to require claimants to, again, conduct weekly work searches. Hey, jerk. I have... You know, it's not my fault that whenever I'm trying to book myself in some dirt road venue that GPS has a hard time locating, it's not my fault that their crowd ain't coming back because government regulations and the media scared their crowd away, their crowd being their business, their livelihood, Radio stations have taken a hit because if there's no businesses, there's no advertisers. If there's no advertisers, there's no station. Those are the economics of it. And things are not across the board uh, fixed yet. Things are not at 100% back to normal some people are wearing masks some people aren't i got into it with i i went with my mom this past week she had to they they found a spot on her liver or something so just as a preemptive measure went to go get an ultrasound done and uh, it it's twins no i'm kidding she's 74 no they found a a spot on her liver that me and my brother assumed it was probably tylenol she takes like one of those a day well, that'll burn through your liver. So anyway, I go with her to the, remember what I was talking about, stay in focus. So I go with her to the, to the appointment there. First words out of the reception woman's mouth is, do you have a mask? And I said, first of all, I'm the ride, so I'm not wearing a mask. Second of all, as you can see, she is a tracheotomy patient, and it would look rather stupid to have her wear a mask considering that she breathes and coughs through the hole in her throat. What are you going to do, make her wear a mask over the hole in her throat? No, you're not. We're not talking masks. We're not doing masks. Look up your HIPAA laws, lady. 
Now I'm going to be out in the car. Don't hassle her. I'll see you in a minute, Mom. 20 minutes later, she comes out in a mask because, well, I was coughing and I didn't want to. Once more, my efforts come to naught. So the reason that this affects me is because, well, in the interest of full disclosure, ever since, uh, uh, what? <laughs> you didn't think this show was making me any money, did you? <laughs> what? Are you? No, no, no. No, this does not count as income. This, this is a pet project where, you know, people are wanting their $30, and it's like, okay, I'll... <laughs> I'm not making anything off of this thing yet. I'm doing this hoping it will be something. The reason this is on the air is through the uh, good graces of the sponsors that I've managed to accumulate. So this ain't employment, Mike. All right? And even though I'm not a Biden booster or a Biden fan, well, he set aside that money till September did that quit recording? <laughs> so anyway, he's just a jerk. And then the whole Medicaid thing, which... You know, he... he this is a Republican legislature that the people voted for. It's a Republican governor that the people voted for. Well, the people... The people also voted for this expansion of Medicaid. And, you know, I'm not on it. I don't really have a dog in this fight, but I know plenty of people that this does affect. Low-income people, and, and we can talk about, oh, you shouldn't be on welfare. Yeah, but reality is reality, and we understand that. And some people have to have Medicaid to get medical care for their children and, and babies. And, and, you know, reality is what it is. Well, even though the people voted for that, we're, uh, we're not going to do that because we don't have a revenue source for that. Yes, you do. How long's uh, marijuana been medically legal in, in Missouri now? What, about two years? Finally been selling it the past few months? Have you seen the prices on this stuff? I think you have your revenue source, Governor. <laughs> It's Richard Kaysen, and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9. But what if you miss something? Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify. Five seven three four three one one thousand five seven three four three one one zero zero zero. 
is the telephone number if you want to be on the Richard Kaysen Radio Network. So, did you have any trouble getting gas? I heard one report down in Van Buren, where I live, that people were having difficulty getting gas. I Well, I only buy gas the couple of times a week I borrow someone's car because mine was stolen back in 2017. <laughs> well, geez, Rick, that was four years ago. Why haven't you gotten a new car by now? Why don't you get off my back, okay? Why don't you live with me for a week, and then you'll understand just what I'm dealing with. So I don't buy gas a lot. Um, paying $30 here and there. But. Colonial Pipeline Company also paid hackers nearly $5 million to free their computer network Friday, despite claims they had no intention of doing so. What happened was a hacker group, they think somewhere out of Eastern Europe, Ukraine, the former Soviet Union, Russia, called Dark Side. Some of this stuff is right out of, like, cyberpunk fiction, if you really think. I mean, this is the stuff that those, you know, like Blade Runner and movies like, this is what they were talking about. Pipelines getting hacked by computers and locked up and held for ransom unless money is paid to us, and then we will give you the decryption code. They said they weren't going to do it, but according to Bloomberg News, the company did pay the ransom in untraceable cryptocurrency and then received a decrypting tool to restore their network, according to two people familiar with the transaction. Are you shaking your head when, when I say, yeah, me too? Because it sets a terrible precedent. Because now all they have to do is, oh, we, we can hack you again and again and again. Let's see what the Washington Post says about this. As I give me give me just one second to, I was I was telling Sean last week that uh, that this is the only time of the week that I drink water. So I know that I'm dehydrated by the color that I exhibit when I make certain visits. A sudden fuel shortage worsened across the eastern half of the United States on Wednesday after a cyber attack crippled a major pipeline as long lines, sharp words, and pumps gone dry greeted unhappy drivers from the Alabama foothills to the Chesapeake Bay. Although government and industry officials said the nation had plenty of fuel and the pipeline was set to resume operations in the evening, nervous drivers clogged gas stations and created shortages in parts of all of 11 states. Let me skip down a little bit to uh, the writer of this, and given the trend lately, it's about 12 writers per piece here, but the writer of this says the crisis was man-made. That much I agree with. First by the ransomware attack on the systems of Colonial Pipeline that led the company to shut down its pipeline, connecting Texas to New Jersey. Then the panic that led drivers to... Fill up on gas because we're going to run out of gas. Bloomberg News reporting that uh, Colonial Pipeline did pay hackers nearly $5 million in ransom. Let's see if we can get some details on this. I'm getting a ton of Colonial Pipeline pop-ups on this. That's How odd is that? You talk about Colonial Pipeline and then I'm having to X off of their pop-up ads. 
Yeah, this says they paid nearly $5 million to Eastern European hackers on Friday. The company paid that hefty ransom in difficult-to-trace cryptocurrency within hours of the attack, underscoring the immense pressure faced by the Georgia-based operators. See, this was originally, it was, we're not going to pay it. We got the government on it. The FBI's on it. We're going to get this decrypted. We're going to get it back on track on our own. We got this, and, uh, oh, well, this is a lot more complicated than we than we thought, and we got people that are mad and they're wanting their gas, and they think there's going to be a shortage, so they just sent them a bunch of Bitcoins, and that's how they did that. A representative from Colonial <laughs> declined to comment. He didn't have anything to say about that at all. When Bloomberg News asked fake President Biden if he was briefed on the company's ransom payment, I believe this was what the uh, president had to say. It is what it is because he used him. I'll lead it true international effort to pressure. True. The president then paused and said, I have no comment on that. <laughs> Other than. True international effort to pressure. When Bloomberg knew. Oh, I just read that. The hackers, which the FBI said are linked to a group called Dark Side, specialize in digital extortion and are believed to be located in Russia or Eastern Europe. Now, let me find it here in my bookmarks here real quick as we get close to a break here because I had this I had this bookmarked and I overlooked it at the time, but in retrospect, oh, where is that story? Some Oh, here we go. Here we go. Check this out. A ransomware story back in April that I totally overlooked just because you know, my mind was in election fraud and BLM and other stuff. But check this out. On the subject of ransomware hackers, Dateline, April 29th, ransomware hackers have reportedly breached the D.C. Metro Police's computer network in a targeted cyber attack and threatened to release sensitive data, including list of police informants, if what? If the ransom wasn't paid. I don't know why the camera keeps stopping, but that's fine. I'll get it here in a minute. So the D.C. police, I haven't done videos in a couple of months anyway because they're hard, but the D.C. police, they, they got hacked by ransomware, and it's the same M.O. We're going to freeze up your stuff, give us some money, or we're not going to unfreeze it, or you're not, you're not going to unfreeze it. The FBI is reportedly investigating that breach. It's unclear whether the hackers managed to lock the police out of their systems or not. Babook, a Russian ransomware group that rose to prominence earlier this year, stated that it had downloaded a sufficient amount of information from the police department's internal network. God only knows what that means. But... Here's a little background on Darkside here. Um, several days after the Darkside ransomware attack against the U.S. Critical Infrastructure Pipeline Company, the Department of Homeland Security, Cybersecurity, and Infrastructure Security Agency, man, that's a lot of bureaucracy and red tape that doesn't sound like it's doing its job, 
urging entities to shore up their security defenses. Darkseid first appeared just nine months ago, but have quickly made an impact. Developed by Russian-backed threat, hacker, uh, threat actors, the variant is highly customized and designed to target large corporations, particularly those in technology and finance and manufacturing, in this case, the manufacturer of Earl. It's Richard Kaysen, and we're on 1240 KFMO every Sunday night at 9. But what if you miss something? Maybe the entire first hour. Maybe the entire show. No worries. For one American dollar a month, you'll never miss the Richard Kaysen Radio Network again. Join the Dollar Club at patreon.com slash Richard Kaysen. Yeah, the first hour's free on Apple and Spotify. Frankly, it depends on if you call or not. See, that's the thing. See, I can give the phone numbers as much as I want till I'm blue in the face, but I don't know if, if texting has has ruined you or if Facebook has ruined you or if political correctness has ruined you, but just a little refresher. If you don't know how this sort of thing works, you have to dial the phone number. If it's a landline phone, you just dial the number and wait a minute. Now, if you're on a cordless phone, well, I think it's the same thing. But if you were on a cellular phone, shows how long I've used a cordless phone. But if you're on a cellular phone, extra step. You punch in the number, and then you got to hit send. And then you get through. And then we can talk about all the stuff that I have been bloviating about for the past couple of weeks. I'm not going to get into a lot of the details of the actual software that DarkSide uses just because it's a lot of techie nonsense that's mostly irrelevant, but you would be interested to know that they usually, as far as ransom goes, um, DarkSide, they can usually get anywhere from 200000 to $2 million dollars depending on the size of the organization. So if it's a major oil pipeline company, then they can get up to $5 million out of them. Now, do you remember during Biden's first 100 hours in office, he signed all those executive orders, one right after the other? And you remember that one executive order he signed that killed about what was it, 50, 60,000 jobs just with the stroke of his, uh, Joe Biden, on a piece of paper, just like that? Now, he didn't just kill jobs. He also, frankly, helped uh, bring the economy to a, not a standstill, but certainly we're moving at a more glacial pace because things are a little more expensive, because, uh, duh, if things cost more to transport, the cost of those things will go up. 
So when you kill the Keystone Pipeline, you're killing jobs and you're killing cheap gas and you're also raising the price of milk and you're raising the price of eggs and you're raising the price of groceries, which means that no one can survive on the current minimum wage, so we got to raise it to $15 an hour. That's great. I'm a burger flipper making $15 an hour. Except what happens when they raise the minimum wage? Milk goes up, eggs goes up, groceries goes up every stinking time. But John Kerry, in an about face, says all pipelines are very efficient for transporting oil. And Energy Secretary... Jennifer Granholm, Canadian, bet you didn't know that, she says that on the pipeline, what is she saying? That, uh, oh, if you drove an electric car, this wouldn't be affecting you. Yes, it would, stupid. Where's the electricity coming from? The wall in your house? No. It's coming from coal, which is a hardened, pressurized form of petroleum mastermind we'll be right back 